Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello. Hello, we are back. With With episode 115, um, thank you everyone for listening last week on our first ep back after our three week, Jess's three week wedding break. Um, Uh, Your break as well. You had had a break. I did have a break. I did have a break. I wish I I had a three week break off the wedding, by the way. I've done that typical thing where I've got like, I've seen quite a few people get married recently and they've all gone on these like big, long breaks after the honeymoon I'm like reminding myself that we're doing that next year <laughs> I'm gonna make you feel really bad right now because um shout out to my lovely client Laura who lives in Brisbane in Australia but she's Scottish um she went to Italy to get married and mm. she got married uh last week but she's been in it she's gonna be in Italy and Greece for one whole month that's amazing yeah <laughs> like putting on her story like all these amazing like affogatos and and I literally messaged her I said you're getting blocked <laughs> yeah I, I really like you you're a great client and I love working with you but you're getting blocked <laughs> yeah there's only so there's, everyone's got a certain threshold for it aren't they absolutely absolutely um, especially when it's gray and wet and windy like it is here right now exactly um, so today we're going to talk around um, simplicity in a few aspects of health and fitness and in business actually um, and why it's incredibly important but why it's also quite hard to um, figure out what is simple when you're not really sure and when you're not a fitnessy person just yet because um, if you're new how how do you know what simple is mm-hmm. don't know that yeah so we're going to go into a little bit around um, a bit on social media, just because Jess and I are just having a chat. So we thought, and a lot of coaches listen to this podcast, so um, that might be helpful for you guys. And then um, a bit on programming and what uh, is simple within programming, um, but also how, because I think people assume that simple means easy. Um, simple does not mean easy. Simple means <laughs> Jess. <laughs> I think I think clarity for me. Yes, it, clarity. It means, so yeah. you might look. So, for example, a really good example of this is um, when we are programming for clients. When I look at, say, I've just done a week. When I look at it, it looks really simple, but actually, so yeah. much has gone into it. But it's how to have all that um, kind of information in your mind and information about the person information about what we know about fitness and then for it to come out into a simple program that someone can follow relatively easily um so that's what I mean and then also lifestyle um just keep and there's a few things we want to go uh go in about lifestyle and how to make fitness a simple part of your lifestyle so there's actually um lots to dig into uh, we'll go into social media a bit first so just excuse me just had a coffee just a bit gassy mm. <laughs> um so Jess uh what were we talking about social media wise when just before we pressed the old record button well I think we were saying obviously we live in a world today don't we where our attention span is constantly uh 
challenge, but we're also reminded of the fact that we've only got a short attention span. So um, as coaches, we're told in this industry, if you don't capture people's attention in the first... In 0.5 seconds. 0.5 seconds, then people will scroll past what you've got to do. So therefore, everything you need to do needs to be either engaging or visually like stimulating or whatever it might be. Um, but Sash, did you write a post about this the other day or did you just share it in your story? <laughs> I wrote a post on my notes. And, and you, yeah, um, that's right. My, but, I didn't post it because I'm stupid. And then my favorite marketing lady posted not obviously what I wrote because that would have been odd but kind of in a different way and then I messaged Jess and just said this is a sign to just post the damn just post, post. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like love but, this love this I was like damn it <laughs> but like as you said um and, and as what she said is mm. often what that creates is just quite a bit of noise and, and it's distraction mm-hmm. is ultimately what it is um go back to what Sash and I do as a job like everyone who's listening knows that Sasha and I do not promote the fads and we don't promote the short-term fix. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that we do is often considered mm-hmm. and clients tend to work with us for a lot longer than the transformation world of coaching, whatever that might look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, like Sasha had the really good point of if someone can watch or read your posts and stay with it for a minute or two and have a little bit of a think on it what hope have they got with staying with a program that you designed for them for a year or two years or um obviously an ever-evolving program not Mm. the same one but one that evolves over a couple of years the Mm. chances are probably very slim whereas those people that are maybe impulse buyers uh really attracted to the the fast nature of things that are just yeah just really quick and and fast paced might be more inclined to be like i'm just going to buy this product for 100 quid it's fine whatever so yeah, like, yeah that, that's what, what does it matter and then it's like there's no there's nothing lost if they don't stick with it for more than six weeks exactly and um that's why I linked it to fashion uh when I was messaging you just the other day because it's funny because that is pushed on us like I'll oh, make sure you grab their attention and stuff but I don't want to grab their attention like if I think yeah. I to Jess I, when I think about all the good clients that I have and you know the long-term good clients they never came to me through um in 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 an impulse nature let's say um it was always a few uh, messages back and forth on Instagram for a long time like a long time my client who I've got the minute uh Claire I think we've been talking on social media since like 2018 and yeah. I this year um that's not impulse is she a great client does she understand is she consistent do we have great chats yeah would we have had great chats if she followed me and then signed up on the same day probably not um it's and that's fine because that's what we do right so it would be it would be unusual for people to just quickly sign up to what you and I do it would almost seem wouldn't seem right it would be like oh god that was cool um no call, no this, no that. It would just be like, oh hi, uh, this is what we're doing. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel right. Um, but they do try to grab your attention with simplicity. Like this is, uh, we've had this chat before, and Dan um, said a really good thing about it the other day. You know, it says like three ways to five things to. Um, the yeah, only- as a right, as a as a writer, I bet he's got some yeah. really good thoughts on it. And when 
Dan first got into travel writing, unfortunately, that's what he had to do. He had to be like 10 reasons to go to Bali and he absolutely hated it because it's mm-hmm. it's shit and it's anti. It's almost like it's like low it's like low order, isn't it? Yeah. Well he said he said the thing is with the three things and the five things and three ways to three things I did to, and it's the same across all industries, beauty, fitness, um, gaming, whatever. Um it really appeals to people's laziness. Oh yeah, and I used to be write these articles as well. Like, yeah, when it's I, like SEO stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's like so. Yeah, so uh, previously, as I mentioned, I, I worked in marketing and I uh, worked as a content writer, but I worked really closely with the SEO team. SEO yeah. being search engine optimization. Yeah. So you have to have a certain amount of keywords in the articles that you write so that they rank well on Google. And in that, it's like okay, so uh, I, I had quite a few interior clients, so it'd be like okay five ways to style your living room with neutrals yeah. this yeah. autumn or whatever. And yeah. then you'd be like, okay, cool. So I need like this word, this word, this word. They're the ones that are ranking high at the minute. Yeah, and then exactly. There you go, right? Ranking high. What does that tell you? It's a trend. What do, what do trends do? Come and go. Mm-hmm. So it's, really, it, it, it's when you really think about it, it's obvious. Um, but yeah, Dan said they really appeal to people's laziness because what it's in fitness, especially it will say three ways I um re- achieved my I'm gonna make something up, athletic body or whatever when do you honestly think it was those three things mm. honestly if you can ignore the fact that you're attracted to it because you think oh just three oh I can do that that person's like 20 years I think that's why um Atomic Habits is so successful as a book yeah, exactly. because it's, it's almost like you know in um it is almost pretty much 10 very good points yeah very very simple so simple which is why people were like oh my god this book (laughs) yeah this is that's why when I wrote that thing about atomic habits I was just like that's why people love it because it's really easy to read it makes you think that this is the book that's going to make you change when quite often that's not the case whatsoever um and he just he puts a really interesting anecdote at the beginning of each 10 so it 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 it's a hook it hooks you in and then but really I mean I can't remember any of them so (laughs) um but that's just me anyway um yeah so he said it really appeals to people's laziness because people then think that it's only those things first they think oh it's only three so it's not going to take me long to read it which is not good (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. they think oh just three oh I can do that when in reality the people who genuinely genuinely want to make a change will read a 500 word article if it means that much to them like when I read um you know certain email lists that I'm on it's definitely not that the little thing will make me open it the what's it called subject um of the email will make me open it but it's also I open it because of the person who's written it not necessarily the subject because obviously I'm interested in them and then I'll open it and even if it was like this long it doesn't necessarily matter because it, I care what they have to say. Mm. But if it, it was someone that I was like, don't care, it doesn't matter how much it's trying to grab my attention. I'm not going to read it. And yeah. it's probably not going to have an impact on my life. So when it comes to the social media and simplicity, it's like, and my client who's bloody PhD, um, consultant, surgeon, very like very smart. She always says that, oversimplification doesn't get you anywhere yeah and I fully we're literally having a podcast about how keeping it simple is important 
the oversimplification when it comes to um, uh, trying to get across information or education is never really going to get anyone anywhere because there's always levels and depth to a certain topic that are going to matter when you get more into it. So if it's just like, oh, um, oh, it's just that. You're like, no, it's not. <laughs> like calories in, calories out, right? Oversimplifying that. Did the fitness industry did us over because now people are like, yeah, but it's just that. Yeah, but it's not, is it? You can't honestly think that that's it. Otherwise, mm. there'd be no issues in the world when it came to energy expenditure. Um, but yeah, simple is good. Oversimplification is lazy. There I said it. <laughs> hmm. There I said it. Yeah. And I think um it's it's a fine line, isn't it? Because as coaches, we we want to simplify the stuff that is maybe more complicated. We, and a lot of people don't need the level of detail that we had this discussion on our coaches call the other day. A lot of people don't need to know the level of detail of no. certain things. And especially depending on the type of client you're working with, maybe that would be the worst thing to give them because then yeah. they'd hyper-focus on stuff yeah. too much. It's like, actually, it's better keeping them um, at, at a level where they understand it, they're moving forward, yeah. um, and it's not bogging them down, I think, essentially. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yes, it is a fine line because you do people a disservice by making it out. It is so simple. Calories in, calories out. Follow this meal plan, you'll be fine. Of um, course. Do this because split it, and this is uh, this is the secret. It's like like you say, it's the TikTok trend of like, this is the secret to my success of changing my body. I made sure it. I did this, I did this or whatever. It's like, okay, it's a, a little bit more than that, but. Yeah, just a little bit. It's probably mm. a little bit more more than that. But again, that's the social media thing. They're they're hoping to make someone hopeful that day, and they're hoping that that person buys their product at the end of the day. So just just to finish the social media, but just be wary that it's like Zara releasing the Molly May leather jacket. Mm. I, would, I would. It's not leather. It's plastic. But <laughs> it's like them releasing it and then putting a picture of Molly in it and suddenly you go into town in Manchester City Centre and you I've never seen more of the same jacket right mm -hmm. will people be wearing that jacket in 10 years who knows whatever but that's a perfect example they put a picture they got the attention they put it at a price point that they know people could um afford and then suddenly everyone's really interested in it. When in fact, if you said, oh, actually, you know, it's not leather. Actually, you know, it's like this. It's just, it's the same thing. It's you're buying into a trend because you feel like being part of that trend is what you really need in your life right now. Just like fitness, like Pilates. I'm not saying Pilates is a trend, but it became one um, via TikTok, social media, whatever. Um, yeah, so just remember what you actually want. Do you want... Mm -hmm that do you have you been wanting to do pilates for ages and you're really interested in learning about the art of teaching reformer i know it's really tough or do you want to be a pilates girly because mm -hmm. you want to post a picture about it on social media um but yeah interesting topic i feel like i, I feel like we could carry yeah. on for the sake you of could, the part yeah. but for the sake um, of the part, we're going to go on to some yeah. more fitness we need to go on to programming um probably the biggest Part. and the reason we wanted to do this because Jess and I have both had conversations around um with clients around simplicity and I know I don't know about you Jess but I've heard quite a few people say recently like um oh uh 
is, it, is that all is that all is that all I have to do is that all and when really it's actually very carefully even though it's um warm up a b c d it seems like oh and it's like but actually that's very considered you know I'm looking mm-hmm. at what do you want to achieve what do you actually have access to um what can you handle at the minute um what does your lifestyle look like if it if it's really stressful we're going to you know reduce stress in the gym and we're going to add too much intensity like there's so much that goes into abcd um and it's like what they do in the P- pfca they say like um when i did ffc2 they said there was so much stuff on the board because <laughs> obviously we're professional coaches we can handle that information not good for for clients at, you know at any time just because it's like they don't need to know that but it was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of words. And then it was like into a little funnel. And then it was like, just set some reps. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. But all this yeah. stuff goes into it. Client doesn't need to know about that. Because I tell yeah. you, if I was a new client and I was new to fitness, it would overwhelm the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Set some reps. When including yeah. cardio as well, sets of intervals or or one set of continuous, whatever. Um, and on and that on that same note, I think what a good way to view it is as a client, if you think about your education and development, you mm-hmm. are going back up that funnel in regards to your vocabulary will increase over time. Yes. Because if you want to get to the towards the goal, which some people do, of learning to program yourself for the future or whatever mm-hmm. that might look like, yeah. your knowledge will need to broaden. Um, mm-hmm. and that's where the education bit that we speak about is is such a big part. But it would be silly for us just to be like here's everything all at once you need to go learn this <laughs> you'd be like oh my god what's going on <laughs> yeah exactly and you you notice when you train people for a long time you notice the language that they the use changes that your language that they use changes but also the language you can use with them changes mm. because what once sounded a bit much is now like you know like um uh i use bethan as an example because i always do this with her but bethan's very um uh gymnastically is that a word Hmm. gymnastically able yes (laughs) gymnastically able so um when we do gymnastic style work and I put a new movement in that I think she there's a very good chance she could do I always just put um and I know she'll be listening to this because she listens to every episode so shout out to Beth (laughs) um I will put like experiment um uh strict chest to bar pull up but I don't know how many reps she can do yet. And I don't yeah. know how many sets she can do yet, but I will put it in and then she will tell me where to start the program off. Yeah. And at the beginning, could she have done that? No, it's quite, that's quite a tough, that's literally what we do, right? That's literally what we do. Mm-hmm. But she's at the point now, when did I start training Bethan? March, 2021. So she's at the point now where it's me it's even more so me and her because I'm like look I think you can do this have a go and let me know where to start start off and yesterday she was like definitely start the sets off at five sweet yeah at the beginning that would have been like what but now it's like she gets it and it's not like I've asked her if she gets it I've not been like hey Bethan do you think you'd understand this it's like you just know over time you can just tell that that person's there um and I think that's why when we talk about collaboration that's what we mean is it starts off maybe where it's 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 more the coach 
yeah. uh, guiding the way. But over time, it becomes much more of like a two-way relationship where the mm-hmm. client is involved in, oh, I felt like I could give a little bit more that day. Yeah, I felt like I could have done a bit. I think I could do another set there. Like yeah. that is so valuable for us in our program design. Oh my God. I even said, saying stuff like, I'm like, keep this feedback coming because there's nothing better than your guiding, but they're, they're also guiding your the next week. Yeah. Um, that's when you, you're like, fuck, we're in a seriously good flow here. Like this is going to work really, really well. But that does take a lot of time depending on the person like if it's like kind of beginner I don't expect that for a long time so if you're listening don't think that oh I'm not doing that like I literally don't like Bethan's what yeah two and a half years in and we're 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 like really doing it now so um if you're not at that point yet please don't um don't worry yeah because it it does it varies person to person it depends on what you feel most comfortable and confident with and in the same way looking at it from I've got a client at the moment who um she does a session, but she doesn't get a chance to fill in her notes until afterwards because she's like on a strict time schedule. Yeah, I've got a couple of people like that. And I'm like, that's fine. So yeah. for her right now at this moment in her life, it's like those notes aren't as detailed as when she maybe had an extra hour and yeah. whatever to just give herself yeah. a little bit more time to fill in the notes in the session. Yeah. Um, so it, it is, it's all, it's all uh, relative to the individual, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And then just to go into it even deeper, like, my program that I get written for me by my coach is so simple that for a lot of people they'd be like what I'm paying for that but it's exactly I'll just read it out just so people kind of get the um so yesterday so uh hang power cleans is not something that it's not new to me I've done them loads before but it still requires some form of coaching because I'm not like quite there I mean it's Olympic lifting of course I'm not like quite up there so I've got one, you did five reps last week instead of three because I read it wrong. <laughs> Set your hang above the knee, find tension in hamstrings, um, shoulders are ahead of the bar, film a set. So I need all that. Front rack reverse lunge. I've been, I've done 10,000 of those. Six yeah. aside times four, rest one minute. That's it. Yeah, you don't, the direction is less and less because, yeah. He, he knows what what would imagine if he was like set the bar on your front rack don't step i'd be like mass i know that shit <laughs> save you've done it you've done it save enough, the yeah. time um, so depending on the the person who and their experience exactly it's, so, it's like i had a client say this not long ago where she was saying about um she was saying about something and she said like is there a way that you could um like put any uh auto because she works so for context she works it she listens to this as well so she'll be listening so she'll uh she works in it and her job is to create like a lot of automations and systems right so, so she, she probably she, thinks there must be a more efficient way she said to me she was like is there any way you could automate or do systems because i was talking about going away for a week and, and, and like having to get ahead of myself and program design and it, mm. like doing double the work in one week yep. and um and she was like is there any way you could do any um automations or like anything on anything mm. and I was like I know what you mean and I'm sure some people would but just like Sash said mm. say for example if I had a beginner client or an intermediate client and I'm both programming them lunges for whatever their goals are the, the directions that I give each of them would be so different so yeah. it wouldn't be to the beginner it might be okay so what I want you to do is I want you to get two dumbbells at a challenging mm. weight da, 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 da. but whereas for the intermediate who's like you say like Sash who's mm. been doing it for years and years and years mm. I don't need to be like you need to Sash be like, I know what I'm doing it would, it would almost be 
if I had those notes, I because I'm a coach myself, I would almost I would be shocked to see those notes. I'd be like, you'd be like oh, you're kind of teaching what me. Are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't need to write that with me. Um yeah. but simplicity around that when I'm starting someone's program, simplicity comes with um what's in the session. So the last thing we want to do is overwhelm a person. And I did a post about it the other day because I it's I hate to be a cliche and say it's something I hear the most because we all say that, but something I hear the most is oh, there's just five. Usually it's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, K, L, M, P exercises. And I'm like, if you're going to keep this up, I want you to look at it and go, oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. Um, And I had a, a chat with my client, Sarah, last night. She's tra- she's marathon training. And um, she had a coach before who she was with for two months. And, and, and I said, oh, that's not very long. And she said, oh, yeah, I just um, I don't know. It just didn't feel right. And I was like, okay. Um, so that was she's uh, we've been working together since April and she said she said I've literally just she's not missed a session by the way since then because mm-hmm. it's her, her sessions are so achievable for her it's yeah. like she doesn't look at her week and go oh my god when the fuck am I gonna do that it's got to be simple yeah. so when, when before it was like upper push pull legs um upper body split effort you know it's like she doesn't need that shit she's trained for a marathon for god's sake <laughs> she needs yeah, yeah. full body and uh a certain amount of frequency within running at a certain pace as much as we can recover from right so that's mm-hmm. all her program is so although it's very technical like the program because it's marathon training the simplicity of it is just it's it's gonna be dead cheese but it's just beautiful it's like this is all you need to do. Get on with your life because marathon training can very, be very um, consuming, as you know, Jess, more than I do. Um, but she's not she's not missed it. It's so, and she's a busy girl, and she's from you know she goes Dublin, Liverpool, whatever. She's she's all over the place, but it, it's just simple for her to do. So I've written here in the notes. Simplicity is one of the, the the most important things for consistency. If yeah. it's complicated, you ain't doing it for a long mm-hmm. You'll do it for a little bit, but then it will get to the point where I, this is just, I feel like it's like loads of words in my head and numbers and I don't really know. Simple. Yeah. The coach, the coach deals with all the complicated shit, <laughs> like figuring out volume and um, looking at recovery and figuring out what to do next. Like, if you want to remain consistent and get injured, then then look at the program and just think, I could I could definitely do that. And then you actually, I usually find that people want to do a bit more after a while. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, sweet. Oh, this is what it's going to be like. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a little bit more. When before they might be like missing sessions and oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, I can't fit that in. It's like, could, could you fit it in if it was just this? And they're like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> I think that's um, a really good point as well. How many times have we, uh, have you worked with somebody where, they've maybe they're coming from training not at all and they want to start training and then you ask them how many days a week or what they've got available training like probably like four or five and you're like okay how about we start with like one or two and they're like (laughs) wow well but I've got four or five and it's like yeah but how many days are you training at the moment and they're like none I'm like okay I think four or five there might be a small percentage of people who will be fine with that but for most that's probably going to overwhelm you so I would much rather do that for four weeks, do one, two sessions. If you're like, yeah, I'm ready for more. I'm really like, can I have more? 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's, and that's let's... such a good place to be. Yeah. Like, such you a feel like you can take on more. Exactly. And you got to think that that co- coaches, well, coaches like me and Jess, and I'm sure there's plenty of others out there. I'm not thinking about um, squeezing as much in as possible. I'm thinking about, can you continue to do this for a long time? Because if you can't, I won't, I'm not giving it you. You know, oh, I've got a holiday. Yeah. Can we do five more sessions? No, it doesn't matter. I think as well, like, um, and that probably speaks testament to, to both both of us. I was I had a consult with my client on Friday last week who's been with me for three years and we just had a good sit down and was just talking about where she's at um, at the moment with training with like she's got a really busy life outside of the gym um and she was she just said to me she went I just don't know if I can see an end to us working together there and I was like well that's I was like that's okay I was like yeah. but also like look at where you are in your life at the moment yeah so she's, doing, she's doing a PhD she also works a job as well as doing a PhD right. She's got loads on a plate. So I was like, so at the moment, the mm. simplicity of me taking the the legwork out of yeah, yeah. line and you come into the gym and just knowing what you need to do mm. fits into your life really well at the Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Um, you've got another three years on your PhD, which is probably why you're struggling to see an end to it because you're almost thinking, where would I get the headspace yeah. to think about maybe doing my own program? So I was like, I understand that. Yeah. But when that, when that time comes in the future, when you feel like it is, maybe you do want to go do it on your own, that's also fine. But that comes sooner for some people. Yeah, absolutely. It comes, it comes later for some people. Like mm-hmm. I had a client after a year who, mm-hmm. um, like Claire, she's, she, she might listen to this actually. We finished working together a couple of years ago, but she literally just absorbed everything so much in a year. She was training five days a week, um she was doing two runs she wanted to really build up her a knowledge around running mm-hmm. she already came from like a um with an interest in sort of training as a whole mm-hmm. and she just absorbed it so much for a year and then was like do you know what I think I'm like she was going through a few changes and stuff right. um like at home and what have you she's like but I think I'm I think I can I'm ready to do this on my own I was like amazing yeah and, I, amazing. and you, you know if someone is ready as well yeah yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think, and it's such a it's a, in such a good position. This goes on to um the third uh one, which is lifestyle. And I think um it's so important. And and even even me, I've been the most consistent and happy with my training and what it's bringing to my life when it's a relatively small part of it. And I know some people are going to be like, "What?" Um, but. I love I love other things I have uh, people have other hobbies and uh, that's what I was saying to Jess just before we started the call like if I have clients with other hobbies right or or not necessarily hobbies but just like you know a relationship that means a lot to them or you know they they have their own business and that means a lot to them lean in I want you to lean into all of it I don't I would never ever want this what we do together to become consume like all consuming um and like I, I said to Jess I can't remember it's not a quote from me because I didn't make it up, but I genuinely can't remember where it came from. But someone said there's a huge difference between being all in and all consumed. So like mm. I am with my fitness, I'm all in, but I'm definitely not all consumed. Like if I miss one, I don't think I just go, oops. <laughs> if I yeah. was all consumed, I would literally try and squeeze it in whenever I could. I'd be sending my coach a message saying, sorry. I'd be like, oh, what do I do? 
that's all consumed. All in is like, oops, it happened every week is a little bit different, but it doesn't. So it's fine. But like, I know I have clients who um, are really into like cooking and wine and traveling. And um, uh, I had uh, someone that was really into chess. I, ha- you know, I've had people that I think, oh, that's an, in- that's an interesting hobby. I've got Dungeons and Dragons at the minute, which I've is like not me at all. But I was like, I love that shit because you have like interest around other things to do with fitness. Yeah. And I want you to keep doing that. And I never want you to drop that for this mm-hmm. because that's when I see like consistency over years where, and, and the progress is just so good when it's not like everything in your brain. And that's why I'm quite wary about like loads of nutrition chat and loads of training chat and loads of lifestyle chat because that's pretty much your whole day work. Yeah. Eat. Yeah. And and then you're like, oh my God, I got not only have I got to take the kids to school and do this and do this, I've got to make sure, you know, there's that meme with like the person with like messed up hair that says me trying to Cruella Deville, like everything. Yeah. It's like that's why simplicity is so important within this because without it it ain't gonna last and that yeah that's it I think um what we talk and and if you asked anybody um I'm sure most people would like to think that health and fitness or being in a a healthy mind and body Mm -hmm. will be a part of their life at some point right yes yes that's a very good point in their whole in their whole lifetime they would like to think it's it's some point I think for most people they might say as most most of us do, we put things off and we're like, oh, I'm going to get around to it, I'm going to get around to it. But it's okay. one of those things that we we want to, to to focus on. But it shouldn't be, like Sasha says, so consuming that it's like, I'm doing this so much and it's so intense and I need to do it. It, it should be like the things that you do for yourself in everyday life. Like you need to cook food to eat, to yeah. fuel your body, to get through life. Yeah, And that's almost like what we're trying to achieve with health and fitness practices when we yeah. work with our clients is we make it, it might be a little bit of a priority in the beginning where we maybe have to give it a little bit more focus or effort. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's prioritizing some form of daily movement. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is um, thinking about their nutrition from a point of, mm-hmm. I haven't really been doing, I've not really been cooking with many fruits or vegetables for a really yeah. long time. So I really need to put a bit of priority on that now so that I don't really have to think about it much later or think about it in as as much of a focus because that's yeah I just I, I yeah because it's just the consuming part makes me just feel nervous for that person that it's just never gonna last mm-hmm. absolutely and, and also at, at what detriment as well I always worry like how mm-hmm. if you're the type of person who can do a 75 day hard uh, workout routine at the minute so that that's a bit of a trend on Inst- on uh, TikTok sorry which is 75 days you do I think there's certain elements of this which I do like by the way which is I think you've got to do two workouts a day right okay for most of us that's unnecessary every day for 75 days so it's most of us it's unnecessary but one of the things I do like is it's one of those workouts has to be outside Right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. So I like I like that part. So actually, if you if you're going out, I don't know if, if you would class a walk or whatever it is workout. If you're prioritizing yeah. getting outside in nature every day, yeah. that's pretty nice. Like yeah, rain like or shining, that. that's good. However, it's saying you also need to do a workout every single day, which we know we don't need to do no. for many of us. Like it's not relevant unless it's our job or it's a performance or sport, whatever it might be. 
very, very um, unnecessary. There's also little bits like read 10 pages of the book, I think probably quite a good habit for most people to get into. It's a read funny a thing to be part of 75 hard though. Let me find the actual rules though. 75 hard rules. Um, if, a, if you skip a day, you must start over, which I was thinking no. like this is the, the, the bits that are always quite intense. Let's have a look. But then it's like, or you could just do the 75 hard thing three days a week forever. How about that? Yeah, that's it. Um, pick a diet. To start again. There's, pick a diet to follow. Not a specific diet, but just no alcohol or cheat meals. Da, da, da. Drink a gallon of water daily. Again, a gallon you seems really gallon. seems really excessive. You're telling me like I've got a, maybe if I've got a five foot client who's drinking a gallon of water a day, I'm gonna be like sloshing around like the the place. I'm gonna be like a what's them a water bed from the from the from the nineties. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Complete two daily workouts, one outside, which I actually think is good. Ten yeah. pages a day of a non-fiction book. I don't know why it has to be specific. And I, then again, I don't like that. Read a and then I don't like. I don't like. There's a like a photo element involved, which I don't like. But yeah. in regards to like what Sasha says, it's like it's all consuming. So what happens at the end of those seventy-five days, or what happens at the intense period in which you focus on your health yeah. is. You often think, "Oh, thank God that's over." And, and you know you what? Like, there's a celebration. Yeah, you you kind of go. Finally, achieved it. Enjoy myself. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I did I it. Already that... achieved it. So, yeah. yeah. So I just think it's um, it breeds it breeds a unsustainable goal. Yeah. And and it's not and it might feel like it's simple because it's like well there's only X goals, but it's it's not simple in the sense that. it overcomplicates mm. what could be made even simpler, like Sasha says. Do you know what's easier? To do three workouts a week for the rest of your life rather than yeah. trying to condense Which is so much everything. easier. <laughs> so much. What I don't get is anything that you have to celebrate the finish of can't be something that you could add into your life. Like I've seen people like, oh, uh, celebrating finishing 75 hard and they're like drinking gallons of uh, punch and... Uh, pizza and but everything that they couldn't have and I'm like can you not can you not see the dissonance can you not see like you're you've done something that is supposedly healthy and now you're having to celebrate the fact that you don't have to do it anymore it doesn't yeah. make any sense to my brain it doesn't make any sense it's like it's like um not spending any money for for what is it 75 days for 75 days and saving every penny you can and then buying something for uh, the amount of money you spent what were you it didn't you haven't gained anything from it because you've just gone back on everything it doesn't make yeah. sense to me make it somebody make it make sense oh it just dropped my phone <laughs> make, mm -hmm. make it make, make it make sense it, like I said you can, it's like saving all your money and spending it good one good one yeah it's, it, I don't like it. I don't like it. I like the 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 ten pages has to be nonfiction. Don't see the point in that. Uh, yeah, read a book. I, I, the, the one that I like is like spending time outside from a lifestyle yeah. point of view. Yeah, I think absolutely. a lot of us would would benefit from being outside a little bit more. Yeah, um, ex ex exactly. But anything that any fitness challenge or whatever endeavor that takes you away from things that you find meaning in. Um, is never going to last because you are always going to go back to what you find like um uh, I've had clients and I have clients now who one of their 
biggest hobbies is cooking and food and they travel for, to go to, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got clients that went to Copenhagen just to go to Noma. Do you honestly think they're going to eat boring shit food? No. Yeah. But <laughs> honestly, I dread to think on one meal. Right. So me, can you imagine if I said to them, right, so uh, Monday to Friday, we're going to be sticking to grilled fish. They'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> I, I saw this the other day because there's somebody that I saw posted something about um, working with a coach and being on a diet and um, like culture is a big part of like their identity. Their culture is a big part of their identity, yeah. which is also really heavily tied into food. Yeah. And they put up a picture of like an event that they were at saying, I'm so gutted. I can't have any of this food for the, <laughs> for the next X amount of weeks. And I was like, I just like if that is such a big part of your identity, what are you saying that you're never going to do that again? And they're like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it for the next six weeks. Okay, Why? Wouldn't it be helpful if you learn maybe ways to achieve your goals whilst maybe still yeah, um, doing enjoying that. those things in life? Hmm. Oh, maybe <laughs> it's like, yeah. I just always think it's, if it doesn't fit into the person but that that's you are. Consumed. That's consumed, not in. Right. So consumed would be going to, I'm going to say an Indian wedding, right? Because mm-hmm. I know that, that the food is magnificent and, and extravagant and it's because it's a huge part of the wedding, right? Um, all consumed would be not going to that wedding and not having anything and bringing your own food or not bringing your own food or just like just having plain rice and uh, some kind of grilled whatever. Some people would be like, well, why not? okay, if you're not too bothered about the food, yeah, sure, why not? But if like food is a huge thing for you and you love traditional Indian food, mm-hmm. then that's all consumed, having nothing and just sitting there like miserable. All in would be um, having a little bit of everything that you love on a plate and not overthinking it and not having four plates of it. Mm-hmm. That's all in because you are you're you're the goal in your head is still there you know I really want this I'm working with my coach and you know I'm committed to whatever but this is my literally my favorite thing ever and you bet I'm gonna have some and have it you know enjoy it maybe you know have the food you love have the whatever and then just leave it at that I can't help but like I don't don't know that this is and this is a just a me opinion but um I can't help but cringe when I see people upload a photo of like a transformation and they're like, and I achieved all this whilst having my birthday meal and a night out. I'm like, right. I'm like, right. (laughs) So, so in that instance, like the birthday meal would have been like a treat or something off plan. I'm just like, it just blows, it just blows my mind. Like it blows my mind that we need to give ourselves these such, because reality is as well, that person could have probably done more than that or had more things in their they mind could. off plan. And it wouldn't have really changed that much. It wouldn't have really changed that much. But it's like, it's almost the narrative that we're fed that you need to be consumed by this. If you're dedicated, mm-hmm. you need to be consumed. And it's like, no, no, no. To show dedication to me is like Sasha and I said, dedication to me is looking at a as Sasha and I regularly do, sending each other an 85-year-old lady on TikTok who has been training all of her life. Love that shit. Go on, Doris. Get it. Yeah, hikes, climbs, does all these things. I'm like, that's dedication. Yeah. She's she's been chipping away at the bit for years. And like passion. And I I absolutely love, you've probably seen it on TikTok, Jess, but there's a girl that says, uh, 
she's French and she says this is what my 90 year old grandpa does in a day whatever do you think he's eating amazing food right but there's almost so much like lovely routine and meaning in his day that he's like he um goes and picks stuff in the morning and he'll boil some eggs and have some nice obviously he's French he'll have some gorgeous bread and like probably the best butter you've ever tasted um and then he'll get some courgettes from the garden and he'll grill them and he'll have them with like some nice cheese or like some steak tartare or, or, or whatever um and then he'll go for a walk and, and and I just think if you wrote down what he's eating and showed it to some PTs who have bad intentions they'd be like no way no way and you're like man's 90 chilling living yeah. a lovely life family community good food he's picked it from his garden it's quality and I understand there's some privilege around that but there's a lot of people that would be like there's no way you can eat that and stay in great shape and it's just like where's, where's, where's the protein <laughs> exactly and you're just like okay. shut up shut up these people are doing something right they respect their bodies and what they're eating to put good stuff in it that's not fucking low calorie low calorie does not mean healthy you know and this is another thing dan said and i found it really funny (laughs) dan he he trains up he's not like in the fitness world and he said zero calorie food just shows that humans have outlived their use usefulness and i was like what do you mean and he was like the whole point of food is calories right that's why we eat it if food didn't have any calories we'd all be dead the human race would have been wiped out. We'd all been but dead. We've got to a point now where we're just consuming, even if it's nothing, to to say that we've eaten, which is one of the processes of How life. Do it we to be alive, right? Yeah. So get like zero calorie noodles, zero. It's like, it makes no sense because there's yeah. no, And if something weird happened and we found out that, that those foods were going to kill us, fine. <laughs> Don't it's eat. almost like... It's like a, it is like an oxymoron, isn't it? It's like, it's so contradictory in its it, nature. It blows my mind. It blows my mind when there's nothing <laughs> unsafe. There's nothing really unsafe about any food, if you really think about it, unless it's eaten in excess. Like the the classic thing, right? The dose is a poison. There is no food that is unsafe to us to eat in normal doses. Just like you can, if you drink too much water, you can drown. Is water bad for you? No, if you didn't have it, you'd die. Mm. So it's like thinking about that when it comes to simplicity and not thinking, you know, and I've had clients in the past where like, oh, you know, um, uh, sometimes if I go and I'm going to a friend's for tea, like I get nervous about what we're going to have. And that you just want to say, do you want to live? Do you want to have those thoughts? No, I really don't. I was like, well, you don't have to because it, it, it in the nicest way possible, it makes no sense to life because you're going to mm. want to do that over and over again. Yeah, you you know, you can, Um, in fact, again, saw another video saying like in our world and like in America and stuff, there's a, you know, if we have people around, everyone's got a something. I can't have this. This makes my belly hurt. Um, I'm allergic to uh, allergies, fine. I'm allergic to this. I, oh, I, I'm not eating this at the moment. But then when you go to like other countries, no one's ever got anything. <laughs> I'll yeah. eat whatever. Thank you for making me this food. 
And I get it. You've got, you know, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, peanut allergies. I get that. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about people who are just cutting out food because they've been told by someone on Instagram that it's not good for you. Mm. You're making your life more difficult for no reason. It's just food. We're very lucky to have an abundance of it in this country. Um, If you want to live a nice life, consistent fitness, healthy life, you can probably just carry on going to your friend's house, going to Indian weddings and enjoying the food. It's not about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so much to talk about when it comes to be keeping it simple. So much. We could probably even do another app because it's we have to go now. Um, yeah, we do. But yeah, that was a good app. I feel like we could um, keep going times three. Mm. Especially on the programming bit. Maybe we should yeah. go... Yeah, and if anyone's maybe, I think that would be a good one for us to maybe a bit put a bit of a Q and A up. If anyone's got any questions about programming, yeah, that's a good one. Let's both do it today. I promise. (laughs) I promise, and we'll we'll do it a couple of times so that we can get some good responses. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. Um, we'll see you next week for episode one sixteen. See you later. Bye.